Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 69 of the Sports Run-On Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, we're going to be talking again about a topic that we talked about a lot last podcast, and that is the NFL preseason, as there are more preseason games going to be played tonight. With that said, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the preseason games, my thoughts on who's going to win these games that are going to, um, three games that are going to be played tonight. Not to mention, I'm going to give you breakdowns of some of the games that were played yet that were, that were played yesterday. The two games that were played yesterday between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles, and the New England Patriots and the Washington Football Team, and just some takeaways that I saw from those games after watching them and seeing who they drafted and just how everyone played throughout these games. We're gonna start out though by talking about the games that are gonna be played tonight. The first one we're gonna be talking about is the is the um, Tennessee Titans and the Atlanta Falcons. Questionable for this game is Julio Jones, but he he probably was not gonna play. A lot of people thought anyway, just because he is a receiver and they don't want a chance of him getting injured. Atlanta's a one and a half point favorite going into this game, so I and I, I think they'll probably get the win here. Just a couple of talking points for this game. Atlanta had some, I mean, Atlanta had some decent draft picks. Like, they didn't have, like, um, they didn't have, like, they, I don't know if a lot of people really thought that they had, like, a crazy great draft, but I do, I, I mean, I think that they, um, I think they still, I think they picked well, and obviously, as I said yesterday, I kind of just reiterate, I mean, they took Kyle Pitts, he was the big one, obviously, but besides him, I mean, he was the big one that everybody was looking at trying to see, and, and we'll be looking at seeing going into this game against the, the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, people like Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, and others won't even be playing in this game just based off the fact that, as I said yesterday... Many pros don't even play in these games just based off the fact that they think they don't. They think that they're going to be too injury prone if they would go, if they would do so, because as I said, the um the, these preseason games are bigger for for the NFL and football as a sport more than some of the other sports just based on the fact of how many injuries there are in this sport compared to the other ones such as the MLB, NBA, and NHL. So you're really excited to see how. How Kyle Pitts ends up playing tonight, I I ju- I think that he's going to play well. I've thought for a while, especially when I saw him back in Florida. I thought that this kid was going to be a star. I thought he had a great potential ahead of him. So I think I can't wait to see him uh, play tonight, and I think that it's going to be a lot of fun seeing him um, uh, suit up and and see what all he can do in the pros. Look at the Tennessee Titans there. They, they, I mean, they have Caleb Farley, who was a um, cornerback out of Virginia Tech. But besides that, there wasn't really a lot of big-name guys that they had picked just because of the fact of how well, how good they played last year because of the likes of Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and the others that made up their team last year. I'm gonna, my prediction for this one is still, I still, I think it's going to be the, um, I think I, I can't remember who I said, but I reiterate, my, my pick for this one is actually, is going to be the Titans. The Titans are a, um, uh, or Falcons, Falcons are a 1.5 favorite. I think the Titans are actually going to win this game, even with Pitts playing. I think the Titans are a better overall team. I think that's why they played so much better than the Falcons did last year. So and I have them winning this game in a I think a pretty a pretty tight one. Twenty to seventeen is the final that I have for this game. 
Then moving on to the Bills. The Bills are a big talking point at the moment because somebody on the Bills just got paid. And if you don't know who that is, that is their quarterback, Josh Allen. He just got a huge contract extension with the with the team as the deal topped out at $258 million with $150 million guaranteed over six years. So Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen contracts makes them the NFL highest paid players. So there's going to be a lot, and I think there's going to be a lot riding on him to be able to play well. So I think seeing in case receivers go down or whatever goes down, I think this is going to be very interesting because you have somebody like him and Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs obviously won't play. There's a good chance that Josh Allen doesn't play either, just because of the, as I said, which I'll keep reiterating, the injury fact. But I, I think it's it's just going to be interesting to see how the rest of the team plays because obviously Josh Allen he's a he's a great player he's incredibly just naturally talented so obviously you're going to want to build a team around him for him to succeed and give him whatever they whatever type of receivers that he would need to be able to help him succeed going forward just as the Bills quarterback obviously because you've locked him down for the for the for the rest of the for a lot of time going forward. On the other side, Detroit, they did not play very well. They got Penny Sewell, who is a tackle out of the University of Oregon, or an offensive lineman out of the University of Oregon. It depend- I just say, I didn't say specifically because obviously some of these guys could get moved around depending on the needs of the NFL team that they were taken at. I th- he's, I mean, for the most part, obviously, yes, he's a tackle. Like, he, he played, ta- I'm pretty sure he's played both at Oregon, which is one of the reasons that he was a good it was a good idea for him to um yeah tackle but obviously he could play guard like there there are guys that could play guard if like there are an injury as if there's an injury or some reason that he would have to come in to play i i have no doubt that he is smart enough and since he went so high talented enough to be able to um to just to be able to, um, what am I trying to say? Just be able to play whatever position they would need him to play, no matter what, no matter what that is. If that's, um, if that's tackle or if that's guard. Looking at this game, I have the Bills taken home. I think again, I think it's just showed last year that they're a more built around team. Like they are, they're built around more. That's why obviously Josh Allen's just one player. So that them going as far as they did in the playoffs last year really showed that there's a more of a team built around Josh Allen than just him and Stephon Diggs. Like there's there's backups that are good. There are other um, backups. Just well, there are backups a receiver, quarterback. There all their backups are just talented, which is why they were able to go the way they were. So I think for that reason, exactly for that reason, um, having more depth, it looked like because of their record last year, then I think they're going to be able to take home the win in their first preseason game against the Detroit Lions, even though Detroit is a 1.5, a one and a half point favorite going into this game. I have them winning this game, and I have them putting up some pretty good points. Thirty, I have them winning this game 31-17. Now moving on to our third preseason game, which is going to be live tonight. We have the Dallas Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. So, first of all, let's talk about the Cowboys. Obviously, the Cowboys are the one, just like the Steelers, they're the one discrepancy in the, this being their first week as the Cowboys, if you didn't know, played in the Hall of Fame game. They they would end up losing that game to Pittsburgh 16-3. So, obviously, Cowboys don't feel very good because, if you didn't know, their backup quarterbacks are just, they're not they're not exactly what you would call experienced under any, under any, um, like any stretch of the imagination. Ben DiNucci, Garrett Gilbert, and Cooper Rush, like like they they don't have the kind of um, 
What am I trying to say? You don't have the kind of like experience under center that you're kind of looking for, especially that kind of, I mean, obviously that they had to come in because Dak Prescott went down last year. Obviously that's why there's a question mark on him and the extension that he um, got, which that he got going into this season, four years, 160 million. So, I mean, obviously there's a lot, there's, there's still a definitely, they, they believe in him without a doubt. I think that they could come back and be better. I think a big question is going to be him, and obviously we'd hope to see more of him with more of him as the preseason goes on to see how his injury, how his um, how his ankle injury has been treating him, and how and if he can get back to to where he um, where he was. So I mean, I mean, yeah, it's just going to be it's interesting, like. He has he's had he's had issues with his shoulder. He's had a, he's had the issue with his with his leg injury last year. Like there's been he's had injury issues. That's why a lot of people kind of frowned on the Cowboys for giving him the contract that they did. I think that he's worth it. I think he deserves the con the money that he got. Without a doubt. So I think this is going to be interesting to see if he if if he shows the league that he actually is worth the money that they gave him. Um, draft pick wise, we're, I'm looking for Micah Parsons. Obviously, I was looking for him in the Hall of Fame game. He is a great linebacker out of Penn State. They took him 12th overall, so they're obviously looking for him to come up and show and really and really put a um, help defensively, so that Dak doesn't have to put up 40 points every game. Like takes Dak and C.D. Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott in the offense that the Cowboys have built, not to put up 40 points per game for them to be able to win games. Obviously, it's going to take some pressure off them. So I think it's just is just going to be big seeing. I think it's going to be big. This game's going to be big just based off the fact of um, seeing how Dak Prescott plays. As we're going to see him played more in here, obviously, than the Hall of Fame game. Now moving noon on the Cardinals, who they're going to be playing. They took Xavier Collins, who is a linebacker, first round, and Rondell Moore, who you might know from college. He was he played um, running back and receiver for the for Purdue. So he's. I'm gonna be very interested to see him. We saw some of him in the first in the Hall of Fame game, but not. I mean, obviously, the more we're, we're gonna see more and more as the time goes on. See what all he um he can do going forward. Seeing if like this is really seeing like going going forward. Seeing if he is um like the real deal, and if this is what, how the and see if he can really be another uh, offensive spark for Dak going forward into the season. So I think this can be very interesting to see how well he plays and obviously how well. Um, how well uh, Zavian Collins plays as he was the first pick for the Cardinal. He they that's, that they're who the Cardinals took in the first round of the of the last draft. Now I'm going to finish out this podcast by talking, just giving you some breakdowns of the finals of the two games that were played last night. The first one we're going to talk about is the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles jumped out to a start in this one. They they ended up putting the Steelers down. I think it was either thirteen or sixteen to nothing. So obviously this was a big the, the, like the, the Steelers yeah thirteen nothing the Steelers had to bounce back obviously they showed their resilience they also showed their resilience in a hard fought game between with the uh, um, Dallas Cowboys who I said who I mean it was sixty three was low scoring but it was like three nothing for part of it there were blocked field goals there was a lot that went on in that Steelers Cowboys first game. With with like with this said, I still I think that it would this was still a very impressive win for them. I I don't I don't think definitely don't think it was a sloppy. I think that we at least if any if you take one thing away from this game, it's that Dwayne Haskins should be the backup quarterback. 
Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins were the ones fighting for the backup spot behind Ben Roethlisberger for this season. Rudolph was unable to really take. They, he he had three and outs where Haskins was having touchdowns and first downs. Like I think a lot of people going into this game after Haskins played very well in the first game. Like is is Haskins going to finally show us that hey he's supposed to be the starter? And I think he did. He definitely came out. I think and showed them that without a doubt he or the backup quarterback. I think he's come out and show without a doubt he should be the backup quarterback going into Week One. With him, at, with him really being the big component of why they were able to outscore the Eagles um, seventeen to nothing to be able to take home this win and and then go t- and start out 2-0 in the preseason. Other game is the uh, New England Patriots against the Washington uh, football team. The Patriots were able to get this win. The big talking point, obviously, here was Mac Jones, t- quarterback from Alabama. A lot of people are hoping for him to be the next Tom Brady. He's kind of built like him. He's kind of set like him. Like They like those white stationary quarterbacks. Belichick has shown that. He's shown that he can help them win. They did have two rushing touchdowns. Mac Jones didn't actually throw for a touchdown, but they did have two different rushing touchdowns in this game by Stevenson, who is the, who is the um, Ramondre Stevenson. He had... He had 127 yards on 10 rushing attempts and two touchdowns. That's over 12 yards per carry, which is absolutely incredible. So I think obviously whenever you have a rookie quarterback like Mac Jones, you're going to want to have to give a good running game to, to get take the pressure off him. Again, just like I said with the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott, defense and running game takes the pressure off the quarterback in, this, in a really pass-heavy league. So obviously, I don't know if Mac Jones is going to start in this game. Obviously, there there's still other quarterbacks to see to look at. I mean, obviously, it's still young to think that he's already locked down a spot. But a lot of people think like Cam Newton, Brian Hoyer, Jared Stidham, like some of these guys have have more experience than he does. But I think it's re- he's really stepped up. It's really shown that he's really stepped up in this and how he was able to play this um, and how he was able to perform in their opener. And I think it really showed that he's really adamant about taking the starting spot and being able to take this Patriots back to where they used to be whenever Brady was quarterbacking them. And obviously, with that with that said, you got a standing ovation from Gillette Stadium because this was a home preseason game. So obviously, the people in in um, New England de- and the people in Foxborough absolutely love him. They they believe in him, or he wouldn't have got the standing ovation he did after his debut in the Patriots uniform. With that said, this wraps up season two, episode sixty nine of the Sports Run On podcast.